0: Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: Ah, It's Friday. Hi, it's Friday. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? The phone lines are open 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. You want to call me up? Uh, yeah, I'm taking, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. My man, uh, JD's gonna be in for me. So I got some short timers going on today. Some, some short timers. Looking forward to taking, uh, a few days off from the news cycle and clearing out my noggin. Uh, but before then, we have some stuff to deal with. I, I, man, you're building a pavilion. A two million CPS is gonna jack up the rates on those of us who live here in San Antonio. I think I got it right. Like over the next two years, this increase is going to be folded in, or something like that. We're going to be paying more uh, for our electricity uh, because they, you know, we need we have infrastructure needs. Isn't that the argument we heard? Infrastructure needs. We have a failing infrastructure. We need to do something about it, so we need more money. And yet, (laughs) as we're finding out now. Uh, they're going to build a $2 million food court, basically, <laughs> for, uh, is this, this is for the CPS employees. Is that who's going to use this damn thing? For employee events. Uh, Don's reporting on it. Uh, you, you can read about this on KTSA. I'm, I'm looking at a news for a story right now. The project is being built at CPS Energy's Tuttle Training Center off Perrin-Beitel. While employees will be able to use it for lunches and gatherings, the utility says it will also be used for essential business functions. Are they going to have like open mic night there? Is there going to be a stage? Uh, They've already started working on this thing. No, really, you know. Get some acoustic action going, you know, a couple of hippies with guitars singing James Taylor songs. Is there going to be a sushi bar? Can we get a sushi bar there so people can eat sushi while they're having their important business meetings uh, at their $2 million pavilion? Let's have a music festival. Let's bring Burning Man here uh, and have them. uh, uh, Let's let's try to get, uh, you know, Lollapalooza or something, our own brand here for the CPS employees. What a spit in your eye, man. That is, that is, Trey's right. That's a big old middle finger to everybody here in town, man. Think about this. It, 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 you, no, and I, I talk about this a lot. There's a couple of years ago, uh, they had a surplus. I guess they probably have a surplus every year. You know, They just they have all this money lying around from charging you and me up the yin-yang so we can keep the freaking lights on at night and our A.C. and heating working. And Serp. remember that big controversy over what to do with it <laughs> what to do with it remember that uh, that uh, that jackass Jalen was uh, was talking back then about we need to start rewarding people for their behavior and, and like you know uh, conserving uh, not not using their power as much but people who use too, who waste too much energy. In other words, the people who are doing what we want them to do, maybe we'll cut them like a $7 check a month. They were haggling over what to do with the money. I think we talked about it on the radio. I think that money, I think that, that uh, surplus uh, bought a, a new elliptical or something for Ron or maybe some drapes for the office. And so in a tough economic time, and, and, and you're feeling it, I'm feeling it, we're all feeling it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's rough these days, it really is. Just getting through the month, it, you know, and I, I, I my heart goes out to a lot of folks, you know, who are really struggling with this economy, uh, groceries are twice as much, gas is twice as much, uh, paying your, your stinking mortgage, paying your rent, the rent is Rates in this town right now, as I've come to learn, are freaking insane what people are paying in rent for crappy ass little one room apartments. And 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 now we have to hear about how we gotta jack up your rates so that we get we can fix our infrastructure. What the hell have you been doing with all the money you've made over the past few years? They gotta jack up the rates. Which yeah affects your monthly uh, bills, your monthly budget. You know it does. You're living it. We're gonna jack up your rates. Meanwhile, we're gonna we're gonna take two million dollars of that and build a really fancy schmancy outdoor pavilion for our meetings. Have your meetings in the freaking broom closet, okay? People are hurting. How, am I not seeing? How, what, is this not the most insulting thing you've ever heard? I mean, I'm sure you've heard worse, but this is insulting, right? Why do CPS employees need a freaking pavilion? What is a pavilion, James? Am I And John, a pavilion, kind of like an outdoor, uh, you know, we got we got some kind of uh, roof type thing over it, right? It's got a courtyard. Right. Yeah. A pavilion is not a fully enclosed space, but it's got you know a roof over you. So when it rains, and you're having your really important business meetings, you don't get water on your head, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, and and they're dumping two million dollars into that while jacking up the rates on the rest of us. That sounds right. That that's hey, that sounds kosher. Holy crap, man. Yeah, I want some... They got to put a Chick-fil-A in there. Oh, no way. I'm sorry. Not a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> it's too much Jesus for the pavilion there. But they ought to have some fast food kiosks. You know what I mean? Again, let's get some open mic going. they are going to have yoga classes there at the pavilion because those CPS employees, they need some serious yoga classes at the pavilion, man.
2: I'm not mad at the employees. I'm not mad at the employees. Yeah, we're not mad at them. But... Yeah. But sorry y'all don't need a damn pavilion. No. <laughs> uh, apparently they've been working fine and taking our money plenty of you, years. you've been
1: without the freaking pavilion, man. Let me ask you this. Is that 2 million bucks you're you're dumping into a freaking pavilion uh going to do anything about rolling blackouts that you guys keep talking about right now? Ugh, Jesus. <laughs> It, it, you know if you're from city leadership and uh, we we sort of know they monitor what we do here uh, you know kind of keep an ear out for what's uh, what's coming out of our mouths let me just ask you if you're cps uh, affiliated you're an employee your leadership your management whatever the hell you are if you're listening you don't think that's slightly insulting to the people of san antonio that out of one side of your mouth you're saying we need more money to fix the infrastructure but out of the other orifice on your body there you're 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 dumping 2 million of my dollars into building a slightly nicer uh food court for your freaking employees that that shouldn't bug people at all right <laughs> we should all just slide right on by that and be fine with it yeah you, you wonder why people are moving out of the city. You, you wonder, because you look at this crap, and you're going to be paying more for your, for your electricity. Uh, the, the rest of the city is going to hell. My wife was uh, at the Walmart parking lot the other day, and there was some dude uh, there just screaming at people, just run, wandering around the uh, parking lot screaming at people to give him money. My wife actually walked with a... Uh, I'm not telling tales out of church. I'm not, she told me about this. There's a woman there. There was an older woman who was in the parking lot. I think she was an employee of Walmart just trying to get to her car. And this guy's following her and screaming at her. My wife actually walked with the woman so she could get to her car. There's sketchy people all over this town. There's crap and garbage everywhere. The economy sucks. And and we're gonna have to pay more for our utilities, uh, for our electricity, and 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 meanwhile, uh, y- you guys are building a freaking pavilion to the tune of two million dollars.
2: Do you know how many employees work for CPS Energy?
1: I have no idea. Just over three thousand one hundred. Three thousand one hundred. That's it. That's it. That's all they have. They need a pavilion. <laughs> oh God, you mean you. you... Don't don't wonder anymore. Don't 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 tell me it's mystifying anymore in this moment we're living in that people are a little cynical towards government and things of this nature. I yeah, I hope people are waking up to how just much how much of your money that you work your ass off to earn is just you know picked up, scooped up and wasted by government to feather their own nests. That's what this feels like. Who's the uh, CPS genius that came up with the idea for the pavilion. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a pavilion and so, like, when we have our little meetings, you know, our corporate meetings, you know, yeah, sure, the the, the, the little people can eat lunch there, you know, the, the, the people that we employ, the little the workers, they could, they sure, they can go have their lunches there and breathe in the outside air and breathe in all that hobo gas <laughs> and BO, it's permeating the entire city.
2: And you know it's inflated on that price. $2 million. You you know it is. I know plenty of companies that could build a pavilion for under $2 million. It does seem a little high. Yes. Are they going to have massage
1: chairs? (laughs) You know. What are you thinking about this stuff? Um, Mike, how are you? Hey, Sean. Good morning. What are you thinking?
3: Hey, uh, well, I mean... $2 is a drop in the bucket. If you look at what they spend on Five Hundred McCullough, where their downtown office is, tier one real estate for a public entity. I mean, two million can buy the lot, Sean.
1: Good uh, point. <laughs>
3: so, uh, I, I mean, y- you can't have it both ways. You can't have a you know a public service job and have this tier one real estate. That you know, if Frost chooses to do it. You could bank with whoever you wanted if you had a problem with their you know their ideology. Uh, if AGB went and did the same thing and you had a problem with their ideology, you could go shop it somewhere else.
1: Right. You can't um, shop anywhere can't else shop when it comes violations. to CPS. That's an excellent point.
3: Exactly. And then also, a little bit of insider information, they've been cutting back on employees as they've retired. And now they're starting to spend more and more money with contractors, which is much easier to filtrate that, those tax dollars back into their pockets through uh you know no different than than Died, you know right. or or bear county does on the roads you know they're getting
1: kickbacks it's not dude a it's a money scam that's all it is is a money scam Excuse me, I just burped. Absolutely. But you, you'd think that somebody would put up a red flag about the optics of something like that. You know what I mean? What, like, hey, this might not look good to our customers, uh, you know, building this thing, but uh, whatever. All right, man, I appreciate the call. 210-599-5555. Rick, hang on. We'll talk to you talk to you when we, uh, when we get back. 210-599-5555. Again, CPS going to jack up your rates, but they're also building a $2 million pavilion for their own employees. What do you think about that? Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA?
0: The Sean Rima show. Hey this is David Van Camp wishing you a Merry Christmas from everyone here at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: And we're back 24 minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Melania Trump, the former former first lady and hopefully <laughs> the next first lady. Is uh, welcoming some folks as they go through uh, the process of becoming U.S. citizens, and she is despised, man. She is despised. She, she's an immigrant. She's a self-made woman. She's a very impressive human being, and they hate her stinking guts. Well, she doesn't have a phony, made-up doctorate like Jill does, so you know. Uh, Rick, how are you? Hey, Sean, nice to talk to you. Nice to Long-time talk to you, listener. Thank you.
4: Um. I'd uh, love to talk politics, but my wife won't let me because she's an orange man bad.
1: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> That's got to be some interesting but, uh, uh, times around the, oh, the yeah. dinner table oh, there. Yes,
4: yeah. yeah. yeah, sir. Um, no, I just heard you guys talking about Chinese food earlier, and uh, I just wanted to make a plug. Mancius on Fredericksburg and medical. Awesome Chinese food.
1: Wow. Oh, cool. I, I like good Chinese food, man. I'm, I'm And I, I appreciate the call, man. I'm not anti... And I, thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. I'm not, I'm not anti Panda Express. We were talking about that earlier. But I'm just saying, the only thing... there's You know, you can't get good blue crabs in, in Texas, and that's fine, because I make up for it with crawfish. And it's just, I don't know, Chinese is always kind of hit and miss. Hit, hit, hit or miss uh, in this town. But that's fine, man. We make up for it with the tacos. Here's TJ... Good morning. Hi. How hey, are you?
5: Uh, um, you're kind of depressing this morning, but I have kind
1: I'm of I'm sorry. Story.
5: I know it's Happy Friday, right?
1: <laughs> I'm going to get really stupid here soon, so no worries.
5: <laughs> so, but I have a kind of good story. It, it happened at Walmart to us last night, and I just told my husband because he was going to hear it for the first time as I was telling you. And I said, "So we're at Walmart." And we're walking down the aisles, and I'm joking with my daughter. I have an 11-year-old. I'm right. like, buy me a Barbie, buy me a Barbie. And she's like, you don't need a Barbie. <laughs> um, at the end of the aisle, there's a lady, and uh, she comes up to me, and she kind of grabs my hand. She grabs my arm. She shakes my hand and puts something in my hand, and she says, this is for you. Merry Christmas. I don't, I don't look at it. I turn around. I give it to my daughter, and I said the same exact thing. This is for you. Merry Christmas. We look at the lady and say thank you and walk away. Right. Mm -hmm. Down the aisle. It was a hundred bucks. Oh, wow. And and I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. I did a Yui. And I said, okay, we got to go back and say thank you. We did a Yui. And we found the lady. And I said, thank you very much. I had a lump in my throat. I said, thank you very much. And my daughter says, thank you. I said, okay, So here's what you're going to do. You're going to give them percent to the church. So um, pay it forward sort of thing.
1: Right, right.
5: So I, I posted on Facebook, and my niece says, San Antonio, because this happened in Bernie. In San Antonio, I would have been laced with fentanyl.
1: <laughs> so well, like, possibly. Oh. Wow.
5: I just that is really cool, though. Hus- I, I was in shock. I had a lump in my throat. I told the story to my husband right before I'm telling you, and my husband says, it could have been placed with fentanyl. Oh, well, said, no. well, she didn't look the fentanyl type. <laughs> she said, "Well, what does the fentanyl type look like?" Well, so I mean, anyhow,
1: I, I think she just gave you a hundred bucks, and what a nice thing to do! That's amazing.
5: Uh, I, I I still have a lump in my throat, but anyhow, that happy Friday.
1: And yes, I'm happy go Friday.
5: Until Thursday next next week. Okay.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. All right, bye bye. Well, you can always look at listen to old podcasts and stuff. You'd be hurting for a fix of me.
2: She does have a point about them being laced. Is that something
1: that they do? They give people money and it's laced with fentanyl?
2: Uh, under the windshield wipers. Well, I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah, But, I mean, that's, she did make a point. I didn't think of that till TJ said that. I was like, yeah, she's right.
1: I forgot about that, that that had happened a few times where they put money on your windshield. You obviously go grab it and it's laced with fentanyl. Think about that for a second. Think about what what the psychology involved in doing that. I'm gonna lay. I'm gonna you know put some fentanyl on a hundred dollar bill and put it under somebody's windshield wiper, just to do what? To kill him? To mess him up? Is that your hobby? That's what you're into? But you know, God bless the woman who gave the uh, TJ a hundred dollar bill. That was really really nice. I'd like to see more of that sort of energy. Uh, in the world today 210 we'll take a break at sean and on new stock 550 ktsa and we're back new stock 550 ktsa fm 1071 i'm sean phone lines are open 210-599-5555 210-599-5555 um. Well, I'm going to do a Waterburger review again, and then we'll talk about KJP because we have some audio. I, I missed the press conference yesterday. I I really feel like I'm diminished intellectually for having missed it. It's 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 predominantly a pointless venture at this point. Did I just say a pointless venture at this point. Is that a double positive? Um. So I I but I did have, we 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 went to Waterburger the other night. And and Christian, thank you. I know you heard me talking about it on talking about it on and Rima, and thank you for the spicy ketchup packet. Thank you so much. <laughs> Just to rub it in a little bit, because see, I'm I'm predominantly a Burger Boy guy now. I I love Burger Boy. Uh, the the their big honking hamburgers are greasy as hell. They taste good. The milkshakes are great. But I I tell you what, when I first moved here, and again, that was a dozen years ago, I fell in freaking love with Whataburger. It was delicious. They were huge. You you used to be able to park a car on a Whataburger. It was so freaking huge. And, And I think the quality started to dip, started to go down when they sold out to the squares and the suits and the bean counters in freaking Chicago. It's never been the same. So I'm just being observant. And now that uh, you know we're in a crappy economy, and uh, portion sizes in general, wherever you go, are getting smaller. We went to Waterburger the other night. hadn't been there in a long, long time. Man, been a while since we've got uh, we since we got Waterburger. And Trey had been mentioning that they, you know, they have these specialty sandwiches that come around. And the new specialty sandwich is like, it's a chili cheese Frito pie type of a thing. So I thought, well, I'm adventurous. I'm going to try that and see how that works. So I got one. James, it really wasn't very good. Now, James reminded me, I think I might have forgotten. See, because I, as soon as I get done at 11 a.m., I forget the show. I consciously try to forget the show for my mental health. I just try to move on. Show's over. You claimed that I had tried one of these a year ago. The last time it was out. I really think you did. I think I did. And, and did you said I like it,
2: was, it? No. You said it was sloppy. It wasn't good. Right. Uh, I think I remember you saying that the
1: bun was was too soggy and. I remember now. You're right. Yeah, so you are not a fan. I got a new. I got another one the other night. I think it was Wednesday night. And first off, yeah, the burgers are just not nearly as big as they used to be. They're just not. And I got the chili Frito pie burger, and this time out, you know, it wasn't sloppy at all. You know why? There was barely any freaking chili on it, man. It was just a little spoonful of chili. There was like two or three Fritos on it that were soggy as hell. Inflation, man. It is, and and the, <laughs> the bottom bun was basically a flat piece of paper. It was just flat and soggy. I was not impressed uh, for the second time in a row, apparently, with the chili cheeseburger at Water, burger. but I'm not impressed with Whataburger at all at this point, man. The only thing that
2: hasn't changed for me for from them is the sausage breakfast on a bun.
1: Now, see, I've never
2: had that. That's that's has stayed the same. Nothing's right? Nothing's changed since the
1: takeover or whatever they call it. <laughs> the sale. Since they sold to the suits. They sold it to the suits, man. Now, Whataburger means nothing, man. We got Whataburgers in New Jersey now, man. Anyway, I, I was very, very disappointed, but it just reinforces my love of Burger Boy, and that's just where I'm going to be going from now on. It, it was one of, the only reason we went to Whataburger the other night, it was because it was close to where we were. We had some stuff we had to, had to do that evening, and so making our way back, there was a Whataburger on the way. It went off at of 1604. Uh, uh, not far from where I am on the, on the northwest side. And I thought, well, let's just see what happens, and uh, was not impressed. So yeah, they they've lost me to Burger Boy, which is always pretty good. So if you have any thoughts, if you want to call up and give your reviews on the last time you you sampled Whataburger, which used to be iconic, an iconic Texas fast food joint. And it just ain't the same. But then again, you go to McDonald's and you're going to sit there and tell me a Big Mac is as big as it used to be. I know when we were little kids, the Big Mac seemed really, really huge because, you know, I was six. But I'm telling you, since I've been an adult, the, the Big Macs have gotten smaller and smaller. The Big Macs almost at this point are the size of something you used to get on the dollar meal. You know what I mean? Uh, only now, you know, you take three people to or two people to McDonald's, you're paying 40 bucks. So uh, I'm just getting upset. I got to talk about some happy. I, I'm getting upset again. I got to talk about some happy crap at some point. 210 599. I will say this because this also came up on where and Rima in that Trey was talking about his love of Panda Express and how I guess some people give him guff, right? Because it's not, they say, oh, it's not real Chinese food. You need to go to a real Chinese place. Panda Express is great. It's fine. It is it's like I call Panda Express the Taco Cabana of Chinese food, right? Technically, yeah, it's a quickie. It's it's, you know, it's fast food, right? It's it's corporate. It's a franchise. But like Taco Cabana, it's really good food, so I don't feel bad about it. Here's Michael. Michael, how are you?
4: I'm doing well, Sean. Happy Friday. Happy
1: Friday, man.
4: And I concur on Whataburger, it has just gone down the tubes.
1: It's sad, man, because it used to be so stinking good. And only Texans knew about it, man. <laughs> yeah. Now they're everywhere. It's not it's no fun anymore.
4: No, and it's just I mean their only their only niche is that they're open twenty four hours. Right. Uh, other than that, I mean the food quality. I mean it just tastes different. Different. They heat. They heat the. Uh, they keep. It's not made fresh. They keep it under a heat lamp.
1: Yeah, I've kind of noticed that too. in a sense, you when you go to Whataburger, you you'd always have to wait a little bit longer than you usually would at a at a different place because they did they did the burgers fresh. And I have noticed you get the food a little quicker now, which tells me yeah. that yeah, they're just kind of keeping it warm or something. Anyway. Your
4: brother, it's good to hear from you, and I missed you at Wrapping with Jack.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I wanted to be there, but uh, but it wasn't didn't have a vehicle at that point, so I'm, I'll be All there right. next year.
4: All right, brother. Well, we'll see you then. All right, thank brother
1: you, brother. in the creek, don't rise. <laughs> yeah, right. People are calling up on Whataburger now. That's fine. We'll take some calls when we get back. 210, we'll talk about KJP maybe when we come back at 10.05. 10, 210 599 It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. <laughs>
0: Sitting in traffic can suck the ho-ho-ho out of your holiday. Don't get stuck in backups and delays. Stay connected. Get the latest traffic and weather together every 10 minutes with a 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Now on FM 1071
1: Yeah, man, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. If you have any uh, critiques of Whataburger or any other fast food joint, uh, give us a call. 210-599-5555. I, I bring it up because I had the Chili Frito Burger the other day, and it just kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> just being honest. Uh, Alex, how are you? Doing well, thank you. What's going on, man? Um, just want to compliment the Chili
6: and, and a couple other things in just a few moments, uh, seconds. But anyways, um, so that reminded me of George when He says, you ain't Chili... Uh, Is it something? But chili's never been cool, or something like that. You know, chili's never been cool. Yeah, something like that. Chili is very cool,
1: man. I love chili.
6: I love (laughs) it. Homemade chili. Homemade homemade
1: chili's the best. Yes.
6: Oh my! But um, I love the the uh, sharing that that uh, woman shared a moment ago about the hundred dollars.
1: Oh yeah. I like that kind of behavior, man. (laughs) I like seeing people being good to each other.
6: And like, I guess the whole fear of like, oh, there could be something on it. You know, it's like. The same way that we stopped using cash when COVID came around was what maybe you know caused a detriment to our local economy.
1: Well, COVID in general caused <laughs> a pretty big detriment to the economy yeah. all the way across the board. I, it, it, it's it's well it's it's kind of sad that that thought has to even be there in our heads that if somebody gives you is doing something nice for you, you have to sort of think, well, are they trying to do me in with the the fentanyl and the dollar bill? I mean, that's just. This has happened to people, so I can understand why it's in their heads. Mm-hmm. But that is a not, i mean, a hundred dollars right now for somebody who is struggling is a lot of money. You can, you give somebody a hundred bucks who's really, really struggling, and you're really helping them out. And so, you know, the fact that a stranger—this uh, was—we had a caller, uh, if you were just tuning in—who who told us a story about how I forget where she was, maybe at Walmart or someplace and she's there with her young daughter, and a woman comes up and places something in her hand and says, this is for you, for Christmas. And uh, and I guess the woman uh, that called us gave it to her daughter. They open her, her hand, and it's a $100 bill. You know, that's no little thing. And that's I, I, I love seeing people being nice to each other and, and looking out for each other. I love that, especially right now when everybody's, kind of self-absorbed and we're all into our own thing and uh screw you and all that stuff so it's nice to see that people uh, are being nice to each other during christmas
6: right and i really feel like cash you know cash if we just keep using cash it'll keep our local businesses and flow you know
1: i don't know i mean i i think cash is pretty much on the way out i mean I, it's, it's rare well, that i, I carry cash
6: the- well, that's what I was complimenting to that, too, is like the acceptance of, say, four years ago, like, oh, I can't touch cash. I might get sick when it's our basic flow of currency.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm, well, yeah, I know yeah. you're right. But what I mean is that the just in general, cash is being replaced right. by the cards. You just, you know, they're making it easier and easier to scan your cards. Mm-hmm. And so I think people are just kind of getting out of the habit of carrying cash.
6: It's like a record in an MP3.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, it is. <laughs>
6: So, Alex, yeah. anyways, take
1: care, man. You too, man. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. 210-599-5555. Yeah, technology, I mean, it, it, it cash is on the way out. It's just we're going to be a cashless society at some point. We're damn close to it now. I'm not a financial scholar, so I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But, you know, of technology, and I'll probably get a little deeper into this uh, coming up, but uh, this uh, Trey brought this up during uh, Ware and Ryman. I hadn't heard the story yet. That Elon, uh, who I, am, I think is a very impressive guy, that's uh, uh, like an understatement that Elon Musk is a very impressive dude. He is. We had a lot of fun with him last week when he told the he told Bob Iger over at Disney to go blank himself. But uh, Elon uh, posted a screen grab uh, of uh, his computer, what he's working on. He's using Microsoft Word which is what I use uh, with all my books and all my writing I use Microsoft Word and apparently now on Microsoft uh, I guess the new the latest edition of the of the program has an inclusivity mode an inclusive language mode and currently it is voluntary you have to switch this thing on or so you can switch it off and what it does is when you're typing something you're writing something and you use a word that the inclusivity program thinks is inappropriate, it flags it. You know, a little box opens up, and this is what Elon uh, uh, posted: He had used the word "insane," and he was using the word "insane" in reference to his electric trucks, uh, his electric trucks that they have insane stability and stuff. And a little box pops up on his computer screen. Inclusiveness. This term implies mental health bias. Now, in this one, it doesn't offer any suggestions, but I'm assuming that suggestions usually come up. (coughs) Excuse me. It's got a little ignore button or an editor button where I guess you can swap out whatever appropriate word the program thinks you should be using. Now, of course, it's kind of stupid because the context in which he was using the word insane has nothing to do with people with mental health issues but holy crap man you, you, you tell him you're going to be working on a word project on a word uh a word uh, uh microsoft word uh, project like i do every day and right now it's going to start suggesting words you should use that are more appropriate but again you can turn it off what happens when you can't turn it off Because that's the next step. Then your freaking computer will be editing your work for you. And I think that's creepy. That's the Orwellian night. Remember uh, if you read it in 1984 with the dictionary and subtracting words every year? We'll talk some more. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
0: Sean Ryma, 9 till 11 news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071
1: and we're back five minutes after 10 on a friday uh news talk 550 ktsa fm 1071 i'm sean hi i plan on getting even more ridiculous as this uh show continues before the weekend and i'm going to take a wee break uh for a few days 210-599-5555 i know, I know james had some uh, audio from kjp the Black lesbonic press secretary. Well, I got to bring up that she's a lesbian and she's black because that's her big claim to fame. That's her moment in history, man. She's a black lesbian. And uh, (laughs) I actually didn't see this is one of the rare times when I actually didn't see that. uh, See it yesterday. I, I saw some video bites from it throughout the day. But you have some fascinating audio. What do you? What, what is this? Uh, what part of this?
2: I didn't know, but apparently it's a tradition that the president gives a press conference at the end of the year. Right. And so the press corps was asking about that, and she has her typical. She's looking down at the podium oh, when she's not telling the truth. Right here we go. He
6: just did a press conference. We, had a we got a co-star. Did okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, he took more than two questions. There were four. There were there were two plus two. Okay, for American (laughs) press. Look, guys. um, Very needy bunch. (laughs) You said it, not I. It look he did a two plus two yet on Tuesday. Gosh, the week is going by really fast. On Tuesday with uh, President Zelensky, you heard the president uh, speak speak very uh, passionately and important uh, an important way about the. The the way forward with the foreign policy, how he wants to move, certainly wants to make sure we continue to aid uh, Ukraine. I don't have anything else to add about an end of the year press conference, uh, but the president's going to travel, as you know, on Wednesday. You're going to hear from him today, and so you'll continue to hear from him before the end of the year, certainly.
2: She, She sucks at her job, man. You hear her hitting the podium? She she does that when she sort of uh, she gets flustered, l- looking for the uh, w- uh, words. Uh, uh, uh,
1: and, uh, uh. She hits the podium. I she does. You're right. Now she's obviously scripted, you know. And I noticed this. Uh, I, I, I I don't know if it was a video from yesterday or the day before, but they were asking her about Hunter Biden. And uh, I think it, it was from yesterday and uh she she get she got frustrated uh you could see her trying to fill with words that actually didn't make any sense and she finally just you know went back to the talking point uh there's no evidence she said that like four times there's no evidence none which is an ab- absolute lie we know that but what i've noticed about her is that and kind of what we were talking about is that when she has to fill or she has to respond in a sense that is off the prepared statements, because she has the binder there in front of her. She probably has a computer screen or something where you can see when she's asked, uh, asked a question, she starts flipping through the binder. The, 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 Kaylee did this, and uh, uh, they all do this to a certain extent. But with her, you, it's very obvious that she really can't think on her own. You know what I mean? Like She she always goes back to the pre-written statement or answer for whatever issue or topic it is. Because if she gets pressed on it by anybody, which is rare, uh, she kind of fumbles about linguistically until she finds her way. It's almost like dementia. <laughs> until she finds her way back to whatever pre-scripted answer she has. And But, you know, of the Hunter Biden thing, it's, you know, I was talking about this yesterday. I'm kind of repeating myself, but I just, they're just going with there's no evidence. They're just repeating it over and over. She repeated it, I think, yesterday, like, four times. There's no evidence. And she got frustrated uh, at being asked the question. Uh, And, again, as we said yesterday, you can do, like, you know, a 20-second Google search on these suspicious activity reports, on these LLCs, on, on the mountains of testimony of uh, FBI uh, agents who were told within the Justice of Depar- uh, Justice, uh, Department of Justice to stop investigating Hunter Biden in regards to all this tax stuff and, and the, the policy for sale stuff. And the, the, the operative uh, answer to any time that question arises is there's absolutely no evidence, which is a, just an abject lie. And I've also noticed, I know I've brought this up before, and talk about white savior stuff. When it's a really, I guess, a slightly more complex issue than KJP can handle, they roll out John Kirby. The white guy comes out, (laughs) I'm just being honest, and and takes over. Um, She's a box checker. I mean, she's there because she's a black lesbian. She's not there because she's good at her job or that she has any uh, great talent or intellect. She's there because she's a black lesbian. That's it. She brings it up herself all the time. And you know, I'm kind of thinking about this because uh, there was a story that I, I brought up earlier, and uh, it's it's not a huge story. You're not hearing a lot about this, but it has to do with IBM, International Business Machines. My dad worked for IBM for like 25 years back in the day. Uh, so I you know, I see IBM, and you know I kind of what's going on here. The CEO of IBM, Arvind uh, Krishna. Uh, some video was leaked yesterday via the James O'Keefe Media Group. I, he's not—I don't think he's—I he, don't believe he's still with him. But they—they they got some video of the CEO of IBM, and he's—he's he's, uh, on a Zoom type call with some of his top executives, and they start talking about racial quotas. And the guys—he's right there on camera, and he has already—he's he's since denied this ever. You know that he said this, or that's not true even though we're looking at video of this guy. He says, I'm not going to finesse this. Your bonuses, and I'm paraphrasing, your bonuses are dependent on how many black people you hire and have working for you, how many Hispanics you have working for you and are getting promoted, uh, how many women or, I guess, women who identify, do you know, whatever, the gender thing, how many people of this gender you have, and your bonuses will go up if you hire more black people, more Hispanic people, more women. He goes on to say, if you lose uh, black employees, Hispanic employees, in other words, if they up and quit on you or leave or what have you, your bonuses will be chopped. You'll, 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 your bonuses will be diminished. They'll be subtracted from. You'll, you'll get less of a bonus if you lose people of these certain ethnic groups. And then the guy goes on to talk about Asian Americans. Asian Americans, he said, are overrepresented. So no Asian, don't, know we, we're not hiring Asian Americans. Now, think about that crap for a second. This is absolute discrimination and certainly damned racist. And I just want, you know, and you know that stuff is going on. Throughout the corporate world more than you and I even can you know know or are aware of, because this woke crap has leached into corporate America and the free market uh, the free markets it, it really has I mean we see the the obvious examples with Disney, which has taken itself down the toilet with this woke stuff, let alone bud Light and and, and other companies that have uh, gone tranny or whatever you want to call it. But you, you you know you look at that idea that you should hire people uh, based upon their skin color and their ethnicity, so that we can give off the veneer of being equitable and you know anti racist or whatever. And it doesn't really matter that the very thing you're doing itself is racist. And why do the Chinese Americans, the Asian Americans, always get screwed, don't they? We have enough Asian Americans working at IBM. So no more Asian Americans. And you know, again, we brought this up on Ware and Rima and we have before. You know, what are we gonna are we ever gonna make our way back to the mountain? Or are we ever gonna make our way back to this idea that you should hire the person who is best qualified for the job? And it shouldn't matter. Because here's here's what I think the truly anti-racist ethic is, and the truly anti-patriarchal or misogynist idea is, is that you hire the best person for the job, no matter who they are. They're white, black, male, female, gay, straight. You hire the person who is best suited and best qualified for the job. But we're a nation of box checkers now. And so you got a lot of people, basically uh, within the government and in the the private world, the private sector. You have a lot of people in jobs that they have absolutely no expertise nor talent for, but they got the right skin color. Does that seem like progress to you? Two one zero. You know, seriously, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I'm fifty six. I'll probably have a few more health problems before I check on out. You know, down the road. Just a vision like going to uh, the, to the doctor's office or going to see a you know a specialist or what have you, and it's somebody that's only there because of their skin color. And they have no idea how to care, how to care for you. I mean, it's coming. Uh, it's one of the great subtle weaknesses of our nation right now. Uh, this stuff, uh, and it's creepy and weird. But KJP, yeah, definitely sucks at her job, man that chick can't even feel good you know what i mean by that i mean you know she can't she can't think on her own enough to fill the space uh <laughs> while, while she's you know be through her binder there to, to find the pre-scripted answer she's supposed to give kirby can, he, can 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 at least you know lie while he's ad-libbing you know 210 599 210-599-5555 we'll take a break we'll be right back at sean on news talk 550 ktsa
0: the sean rima show Hi, this is Trey Ware wishing you a Merry Christmas from everyone at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, 21 minutes after uh, 10 on a foggy Friday, man. It's foggy out there. Be careful. Talking smack, whatever's on your brain, man. Here's Wade. Wade, how you doing? Wade. Good morning. Hey, what's going on with you? Oh, just
4: uh, for a fact, I for years I've been checking on when Asian Americans come to the United States, they get business loans that we're not even eligible for.
1: Oh, really? I was not aware yes, of this. Sir. What kind of loans?
4: Uh, to start new businesses.
1: Really? Yes, sir. I, I didn't know that. It seems like in every other uh, uh, circle of life right now, uh, or le- layer of life right now in America, they're getting cut out. <laughs>
4: That might be something new for him, but I know for a fact, for over 20 years, that's been going on.
1: Well, what do you think about Panda Express?
7: <laughs>
1: I love them. <laughs> what did you order, Wade? Wade, are you in a drive-thru or something? No, I just left one. What'd you get? Where were you? I went to that place that you were talking about earlier, Whataburger. Oh, God. What'd you well, get? There's not
4: a burger boy around here. There's there's more Whataburgers than there are Burger Boys in the city.
1: There's a Burger Boy desert there out there. No, that sucks, man. What'd you get? Would you would you order?
4: Oh, uh, just the old biscuit and gravy.
1: I, no, I've never had any of the I've never had any of the breakfast stuff at uh, at Whataburger, so I can't really talk about that. It's good, James. That's
4: the only thing that I can remark on that I can consider health value <laughs> if there's anything there that is
1: have you noticed though that by and large their quality has kind of gone down over the past few years yes i have and the, and the portion size yeah yeah it ain't cool man it's not cool And you're right about mcdonald's
4: those big Macs have shrunk
1: <laughs> they ought to call them mediocre max you know what i mean let's be honest in advertising hey, hey. All right, That's Wade. Right. Yeah, thanks for thank the, you. Thank you. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. You know, we talk about trannies a lot in female sports. It's a you know big topic of controversy uh, because dudes, hairy ass dudes, are putting on dresses and lipstick, and they're claiming to be chicks, and then they go compete against biological women in their sports which was a bit of a social and cultural battle to achieve, that just to have female sports in this country. And now i got a lot of trannies who are jumping into uh, women's sports because of all the woke stuff. They're being allowed to compete. And uh, they're not only besting women left and right because of the physical differences uh but uh you know they' they're, they're also being accepted again because of this bizarre obsession with wokeness. look how woke we are in our league here or in our our sport. we're letting dudes, we're letting trans women compete. You also get some women, especially uh, young women. We saw this out of a high school, I think uh, uh, with a field hockey team uh, a few weeks ago where uh, a young lady got her teeth knocked out by some trans idiot. Do you know, and this is going to come as a shock to you, that the trans uh, dudes are even worming their way into Irish dancing? That's right. Competitive Irish dancing, which, frankly, before I saw this story, I didn't even know that still existed. I thought Riverdance was a long time ago, but apparently Irish dancing is still a big deal. And there was an Irish, <laughs> there was an Irish dance uh, competition uh, at a, I believe, a high school in in Dallas. This was uh, just recently, I think, uh, this past weekend. Riley Gaines is all pissed off about this. Trans athlete wins girls U fourteen dance competition, sparking both fury and outrage. Uh, again, this was in Dallas. This was for the Elite North American Irish Dancing Championships. Who knew? Who knew there was competitive <laughs> Irish dancing? Can't the trannies just leave the Irish dancing alone, at least? And the World Irish Dancing Championships. Uh, and uh, again, this this is for fourteen and under girls. These are for you know young girls. And some dude who has aspirations of being a world champion Irish dancer uh, because of some new rules was able to compete. And in Irish dancing, there's not even a lot of physical differences, right? You're still clogging it, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, no, you're you're right. (laughs) But people are saying parents are saying, well, it's still, you know, it's it's the it's the girls Irish dancing competition. You just, you know, so girls who, you know, these are 14-year-olds, 13-year-olds, they've been, you know, I, I don't know much about Irish dancing, but it looks complex. You know, it looks like not, it's not something that I think I could do, Irish dancing. Uh, and so they, they practice and they learn this stuff, and then some dude rolls in and takes their championship. And so they're just pissed off because it was a girls' competition and a dude's there winning the championship. But what... What kind of a man do you have to be, Don Morgan? And James, when you lie awake at night thinking, I'm gonna start identifying as a girl so I can start winning Irish dancing competitions.
7: I wonder if behind his back they call him River Dork.
1: River Dork <laughs> Remember when that was everywhere? When I was yes. uh, Michael Flatley, we couldn't get yeah, that guy. Michael to, Flatley. could yeah. get Michael Flatley to just stop moving for five minutes without clogging right. it. You know,
2: Microsoft Word chimed in. You can't call him a dork. <laughs> oh, that's inappropriate.
1: <laughs> okay, you can't. That's that's inappropriate. <laughs> will about him beef and Guinness? How did that beef sound? and Guinness <laughs> bangers and mash, or is that Scottish? I just i I saw this story and I am like, you guys. You dudes can't even leave girls Irish dancing alone. You gotta make your way into that. And who wants to be that anyway? I'm sorry. It's Irish dancing. It's weird. It's loud too. Two one zero So how do you feel <laughs> Never in my radio career did I think I would have to string together these words. How do you feel about Tranny Irish dancing? Two one zero five nine nine. I want your thoughts, your opinions. On tranny Irish dancing. <laughs> Do they flop around? I'm sorry. Uh, two, oh, God.
7: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Okay. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. <laughs> Yeah, there we are. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071, 1037. I'm Sean. James and I were just talking. I have vacation tongue. You know what a vacation tongue is? It's lazy. It's when you're <laughs> you got 20 minutes left in a gig uh, and you're taking five di- five days off. And so it's like, <laughs>
2: you're normal, don't worry.
1: Is that normal? Yeah, <laughs> in taking our,
2: your calls in our profession, yeah.
1: Taking your calls. And so that's where I am. So I'm kind of screwing off here uh, to a certain extent. But, um, you know, I saw this story about Israeli couscous. Did you hear the Israeli couscous story? No. Yale University. This is how things are right now. You know, if you're Jewish, man, I don't know how you're getting through this moment. Yale University has a dining hall. And some Jewish students figured this out. For years and years, at this fancy schmancy dining hall at Yale University, they had a very popular dish called Israeli couscous. Now, I don't know if you've ever had couscous. Couscous is weird. I, I don't mind couscous, but it's, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. It's not my favorite thing, but couscous is like, it's like wheat. It's, it's like, um, oh i'm trying to think of what the comparison would be uh to what couscous is uh I just went blank on what the uh the other name of it but it's it's like a it's it's a wheat it's like rice but it's made of wheat couscous couscous you probably had couscous if you went to like a mediterranean uh restaurant or an indian restaurant at some point but there was a specific kind of couscous called israeli couscous why It's made in Israel. Grits, my buddy Randy just said. Oh, grits. All right, yeah. Like grits. All right. Uh, Yeah, and and so they've had this Israeli couscous for years at Yale. And uh, some Jewish students noticed that when they go to the dining hall, suddenly all the menus and all the signage is just calling it couscous. They dropped Israeli out of it uh and then a bunch of jewish students started you know asking well why aren't you calling it israeli couscous that's what it is and at first yale university came back with well we've taken out all the ethnic references to all our menu items because we're being inclusive and we don't want to upset anybody basically but then the students brought up no it's it's it is Israeli couscous. You can only get this kind of wheat from Israel, from that part of the world. It's an ingredient. It's not, you know what I mean? It's an ingredient. It's not like you can't separate the word Israeli from this particular kind of couscous. And plus, we all know why they dropped the word Israeli because they're all pro Hamas. It's Yale. You know on whose side they sit, man. They're anti Israel you know they they don't like the jews any more than they do over at uh, harvard and so they dropped israeli because i guess they thought it was i, I don't know they, they they just don't want to mention the i word at all i guess they're showing their their solidarity with hamas by dropping the word israeli out of israeli co- you can't even have freaking couscous now without without these morons trying to make some kind of s- silly statement about it it's freaking couscous, man. That's silly. So they reinstated the word "Israeli" to the couscous at Yale. These aren't first world problems at all, are they? What you name the couscous? But and then they 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 agreed with the students and said uh, we have uh, determined that uh, Israeli couscous salad with spinach and tomatoes. Uh, Israeli couscous is actually an ingredient, so we're going to continue to call it Israeli. In other words, they got yelled at, and they got you know things are going pretty bad over at Harvard, U of Pennsylvania, all these other major universities, and have all these anti anti Jewish demonstrations and pro Hamas. I call them pro Hamas uh, pro uh, 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 demonstrations. Jewish students are being uh, you know targeted left and right. And so you got some Jewish students who are pissed off because you're not calling it Israeli couscous. Well, okay, we'll put it back. That's how stupid and silly things have gotten. These are people, the people who made this choice are people who themselves have multiple freaking university degrees of some kind, right? Multiple college degrees, more than likely from Yale itself. And this is seriously what people... Who are, uh, by today's standards, highly educated, sit around and think about. You know what I mean? Should we keep calling it Israeli couscous, given the Israelis are engaged in genocide? They got to rename the couscous. Well, I'm glad you fought that battle. <laughs> you know, that's where we are. But yeah, one thing I, I think it was Jesse. I heard this saying. Uh, Jesse on uh, on Fox was saying this. Uh, that you look at uh this Claudine Gay who is still the sitting president over uh at Harvard even though uh she she struggled to determine that threatening the extermination of all Jews is somehow you know uh, discriminatory and goes against their policies and it's threatening she wouldn't define that as threatening but you know she's a box checker yeah so they got they're going to keep her there forever and ever no matter how much she sucks at her job but the people who ran things like or institutions like Harvard and Yale at so, at one point were the smartest people in the world you you, you you they were you you had to be an incredibly literate and smart and educated person of you know uh noticeable remarkable intellect if you will to to be somebody who would run, who would be the president, who would preside over a, an institution like Harvard or Yale. And when you needed someone really, really smart, right, that's who you would go to, folks like that. And Jesse's point was, they're all dumbasses now. They're They're not. First off, what a college degree is now is not what it was when I was growing up. Certainly not. And even the staff... And the administration and the props aren't nearly as smart as they used to be. And uh, because a lot of this box-checking stuff, and, and for appearances' sake. And so, yeah, that that's how you wind up uh, at Yale University with a couscous controversy. And what you name the freaking couscous, so as not to upset people. It's bizarre. Well, it's not bizarre. It's the end of a long journey that we've been on for a while, uh, the disintegration of education in America, uh, and, and this is just another example. Well, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, they, they, they put the Israeli back on the Israeli couscous. Well done. Oh, thank God. That <laughs> was going to keep me up at night. Well, and hummus
2: sounds too much like Hamas, so I don't know <laughs> what to do about that.
1: Hey, how about some Palestinian hummus? That sounds great. Two one zero five nine. You want to hear something weird? Since we talk a lot about food today, we're talking a lot about food today. I dip tortillas in hummus. If I can't afford the pita, the pita bread, I will dip tortillas in hummus. Now tell me that's not diverse. That's about as diverse as you can get. 210-599-5555. Oh, I gotta, I gotta call. No. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a break and we'll finish this gig, man. And then give it over to Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Final few moments of the show. You ever had Israeli couscous? Done any tranny Irish dancing? I'm just, you know, trying to recap all the subjects we've we've hit today. Here's Alex. Alex, how are you? I'm doing
4: great. Thank you for taking the call. Listen, on the corner of Eisenhower and Harry Wurzbach, out these guys' way, there's a restaurant called the Panda Inn, and, man, it's Chinese, and they are good. Is that the buffet place? I'm sorry, sir? Is
1: that the buffet place?
4: No, no, it's not buffet, only at lunch. But I wanted to let you go on this note. (laughs) I went out to Home Depot, bought a little Christmas tree, and we just started putting chocolates hanging on it. You're hanging my chocolates gosh. on your
1: Christmas tree. <laughs>
4: yes, people coming down, people coming down the alley, throw their leftover chocolates over my fence. It's full of chocolates. Oh my I'll god! i you
1: guys a picture of it, Thank man. Thank you, please Chonkla do. Tree, chocolate tree. That's excellent. <laughs> Have a good one, All bye, right, bye. And happy uh, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Chocolate tree.
2: Chonklika? Hanukkah with chonklas? Chonklika. I don't know. I've never heard of people hanging chonklas on their Christmas tree.
7: That's funny. That's kind of a neat idea. Put little lights like through it. them. And, yeah,
1: it's yeah, kind of, of Mexican-y. You know, would have some cool flip-flops yeah, up yep. there.
7: You uh, don't need to buy those annoying hooks that hold the ornaments around. because right.
1: Perfect. See, we subverted all this stuff primarily because of the four young cats who have become little demons. They're, they're hyper. They're, frankly, horny. It's, uh, we haven't had them <laughs> taken care of yet. They're full of all kinds of energy, oh. leaping all over the place and tearing the crap out of stuff. So we, be- we pretty much knew early on that we couldn't get a regular tree this year. And we didn't know what to do. I mean, we thought about drawing a tree on the wall. <laughs> we thought about hanging a tree from the ceiling, but they can get up there now. And so for a few years my wife has had this. It's I don't know how to describe this. It's just like a little metal Christmas tree display. Type. It's not like a real tree. You know what I mean? It's like four metal rods going down into a triangle and got some lights on it so it sort of looks like a like a like a Christmas tree but it's just a little metal thing. And that's our Christmas tree this year because the cats can't destroy it. Right. <laughs> And it's interesting that when you don't have a full-blown, because like my, my wife put all the deck, she's decorated the whole house with all the other stuff, but it's funny how when you don't have just a full-size normal tree, how it just feels kind of eh, not very Christmassy. Mm-hmm. But again, it'll survive the cats, so I'm, I'm, right. I'm kind of cool with it.
7: Plus, if you run a live current through that thing, Woo!
1: You know, remember uh, I keep I don't know why I keep <laughs> referencing Jurassic Park this this week, but maybe the cats, you put some charge through that. The cats crawl up on it and right. they get shocked across the room like that kid when he was trying to crawl over the fence out or of the T-Rex uh thing. They just send their asses across the room. Right. Uh so yeah, just we, enough to
7: get their attention.
1: Just to get But you know what? Cats and dogs are so different in this sense, in that cats, I've learned, and I I don't know, I've been a cat owner for a long time now, why I didn't pick up on this? Cats will do crap out of spite, man. Mm -hmm. Cats will be spiteful little B-words if they don't dig what you're laying down. Right. And, and, you know, like, I I told you how I've been using the squirt gun uh, method. Of discipline yeah. for cats because you can't really hit a cat. I don't know why that is, but you can't hit. A- I don't hit a cat. I don't spank cats. You know that sounded funny. I don't. I don't spank cats. <laughs> Move I on. hope that line carries with you, people, for the rest of your day. I don't. Sean, don't spank cats. Okay, but I squirt him with the squirt gun. Doesn't hurt him, man. It just kind of gets our attention. Right. But I got one. This little punk, Remy. He's the uh, what do you call it? He's the tuxedo cat little blotchy face and stuff and he has learned that the water doesn't hurt him mm-hmm. the other cats run as soon as i start squirting him remy gets up on the kitchen table and stuff and he'll just stand there and look at, and glare at you while you squirt him like go on man go yeah keep he likes squirt me man keep squirt he's like bender from the breakfast club you know <laughs> yeah yeah i'll take another squirt you know was Kevin Bacon's character on Animal House. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? I'm still not getting off the kitchen island. You can <laughs> squirt my ass all day long. I know you don't spank cats. <laughs> How did that come about, though? How is that? I mean, I've never abused an animal, but I've raised dogs before, you know, little puppies right you know and you 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 have to raise a dog and you know potty train them if you will and house break them or whatever it's called and sometimes you give a little swat on the ass there just to get their attention doesn't take much because dogs you know feel shame and stuff when they do something wrong right cats though you can't spank a cat you can't i mean i don't know why that's a rule but you just don't i don't know why why is that? Why can't I mean I'm not I'm not on the air going, "Hey, I think we need to start hitting cats more." You know, it's not, it has nothing to do with that. It's just kind of interesting that that dynamic has come about that you could spank a you could spank a dog, but you can't spank a cat. You just love when I say that, don't you, Don? Kind of. Jimmy, you ever James, you ever spanked a cat? Yes. Yes, I have. How much In it costs. I'm sorry. He's doing it right now. <laughs>
7: Meow, James. <laughs> I,
1: meow.
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about to use up six of those nine lives.
1: Mm-hmm. James is sitting there with this look on his face, like, oh. "All right, we're talking about spanking cats." Time <laughs> has <laughs> obviously gone on vacation here in a couple okay. of minutes.
2: I'm just biting my tongue so I don't say anything stupid. It's okay. No, it's when not. When did you start
1: that? <laughs> today. <laughs> today. <laughs> this is a new thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, come on! There's so many jokes available. I can't there help are, it. But cat spanking, yeah, there's quite a bit, quite a few jokes. Right. I've had a few of them float through my brain already. You mm-hmm. don't even have to
7: say anything else. You can just say "spank the cat," and everybody can just make <laughs> up their own conclusions. Leave it at that. We're taking your
1: calls right now. No, have we're, you not. Ever we're not. We're not. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> what were the you circumstances?
7: To the phone. <laughs>
1: what inspired you? Go. What inspired you to do some cat spanking? We're <laughs> <Or> curious. <laughs> what drove you to such behavior? Kitty,
2: kitty,
1: kitty, kitty, kitty. Who's your daddy? You know, um, but the thing about cats is they know you're not going to hit them. Like, they know you're not going to hit them. They know it.
7: What's the point? They have short-term memory loss anyway. No,
1: they don't. They remember everything, They don't remember a thing. They remember. Cats remember everything. All right? They're like my wife. 20 years down the road, if I still have any of these cats, they'll remind me, hey, remember that day you squirted me in the face and I didn't care? That's right. Cats have memory. They remember stuff. (laughs) After they get spanked. (laughs) It is funny sounding, isn't it? I want to start a folk duo called the Cat Spankers. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do do acoustic shows at the CPS. CPS, (laughs) What is that thing called? Pavilion. At the the, the CPS Pavilion. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Frank. We're going to take a break now from business. Okay, it's been a very busy and productive day. Oh, We're going to kick back with some uh, Israeli couscous <laughs> and the Cats Bankers. Bring them out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going on vacation. Thank you, James. Oh, thank Thanks, Juan Rodriguez. Don, Christian Blood, my good brother Trey. Where I spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.